All right, Flyver family, we're 297 days away from Ooh. the 2024 presidential election, as well as a lot of other elections, not just the United States, in the world. A lot mm-hmm. of things going on, and there's never been a bigger connection between what's going on in the world, how it affects us. Things that are happening in D.C. and people saying things and doing things actually affect your real life, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in, a, in a real way. So we need to break this down with somebody who knows how to how to look at every angle, every side, because she's a real news person knows she does the requests and information and digs and turns over the rocks and just say yeah i know you want to say it the foia she does almost daily foia requests (laughs) freedom of information act (laughs) former that's impressive bro i'm learning stuff Mm -hmm. former fox news producer newsmax uh major league baseball she's kind of been there and done that she's been there and done it she is also the host of the brianna morello show brianna morello What an introduction. Thank you, David and Stacey. Always a pleasure to be with you. Yep. Did you notice, Brianna, that he was trying not to say FOIA because last time we were on with you, you said, I think you like the word FOIA. And now you tried everything to not say it, but he couldn't help it. You know, (laughs) that that is a very real thing, though. Citizens need to know that's something that they can do. Yeah. If you need to know what's going on in your your government and different faith, like those things are designed so that we're informed, but we're, we're sort of treated like, you know, like the dumb kids at Thanksgiving and they got to be at the little kid table and shut up. You don't even ask. And you can't, you know, it's like, like, like less than from their own government. Yep, but, yeah. but your whole approach on everything is no, we have the power. We just need to know the channels and the ways to use it. And that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. And I, and I love doing it. Listen, they don't like getting those messages for me when I'm requesting stuff, right? Right now, I've probably got a, at least a dozen FOIA requests out there. Wow. And I'm waiting for the government to start turning things over. And they have to. They have to comply. So we're, we're, we're getting stuff from the FBI, DOJ, HHS, all of these stories that you guys are asking questions about. We're going to get answers soon. And if they don't hand them over, well, let me move on to phase two, which is sue the federal government. And that's what we're going to end up doing. So We've got a couple of good stories coming your way shortly soon, so make sure you're watching. That's awesome. It. You've you've gone independent. You're blowing it up. The Brianna yeah, Morello Show. I mean, a lot of your episodes are having over 100,000 views on some of these, and you've had uh, one yes. I watched recently. I can't catch them all, but I watched uh, your interview with Jeremy Brown, yeah, uh, a Jay yeah. Sixer the other day. I'm like, well, one, I'm like, man, this it, it made me really angry on his situation there, but. I'm like, what a sharp mm-hmm. guy, articulate. He's, so smart. He, he's taking his time and reading the law. He, I guarantee he knows more than any attorney that could be representing him mm-hmm. on these yeah. cases. I mean, what a great guy. Yeah, Jeremy Brown is a great patriot. He's a veteran. He served this country proudly for 20 years. And now he's sitting in prison because he attended the January 6th rally. Uh, but ultimately, he recorded the FBI trying to recruit him as an informant prior to J6. Yep. And he added them and he was immediately arrested soon after that. And he believes that there is evidence planted in his home. So he walks us through all that information. And it's, mm. it's in a way, I, I really enjoyed talking to Jeremy because I've talked to him a couple of times so far. And it's also intimidating because like you said, he's so smart. Yeah. I make sure I've read through his appeal and it's a very long, lengthy, detailed appeal, but it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a very good thing. And while I'm going through it all, I just want to make sure I know everything because I don't want to have him on and have him have, have to correct me because I want him to know that I'm paying attention to his case. I think his case is one of the most important J6 cases there is. Uh, sadly, he was sentenced to over seven years, I believe, in prison, and he's still awaiting his trial in Washington, D.C. So those charges and that sentence was only issued to him 
uh, because they got a search warrant that they should have never been able to execute on his home from a magistrate judge in Washington, D.C. They used the Patriot Act to get that warrant, and they went after him in his home in Tampa, Florida. They claim they found guns that he wasn't supposed to have, but uh, again, that's unconstitutional. We all know the Second Amendment, it's your right to bear arms. He was legally had them, but he needs to challenge that now. And then he also has to challenge grenades that they said he had in his home that he wasn't supposed to have. Uh, but ultimately, he says those grenades weren't him, that they were planted. Uh, but a, jur- a jury essentially did find him not guilty on another accusation regarding documents. And so ultimately, uh, Jeremy is fighting, and it's interesting to speak to him and have that. It's about a 45-minute interview, but it's really just it's such an impressive discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Flavor Family, you can go to com and you can find her show from there, or you can just follow her on Rumble, Brianna Marillo. Make sure you follow her. Make sure that you're also giving her a rumble um, so that you know uh, kind of what's going on. Uh, she is really a great, great person to follow. In fact, let's let's move on to a tweet about uh, from your show about Mexico. You said the Mexican military is allegedly securing the journey illegal aliens take when breaking into the United States. And you said, join me for the details um, of the exclusive report. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so Dan, Dan Lyman of Border Hawks joined me this week. And ultimately, he broke down this report that that his outlet's reporting on. Basically, basically they, they went to Mexico. And in the video, you see all of the Mexican military just standing there. And ultimately, what they're doing is they're clearing the voyage for these illegal aliens to walk through Mexico. And you'll see them on your right-hand side shortly in that video. Uh, ultimately, what they're doing is they're just clearing the way so they have a safe voyage to the United States. They're not stopping them. They're not pushing them back. They're not doing anything to stop them from coming into the U.S. And so that's why you have the problem that you have now with these with these illegal migrants flooding into our country so dan did a great job of detailing their report and and they've done an impressive job just covering the invasion that's happening on our southern border wow the, the numbers are ridiculous somebody made a, a post the other day they're talking about the sheer volume uh, of this by the time the biden administration's over at the current rate um they were saying on the low side 15 percent of our population will be brand new Illegal immigrants. Mm, yeah. And, and it yeah, could I think be upward Owen- of even 25. I mean, but like, like what, what what's the African-American population? I say it was like 13%, something like that. We're talking like yeah. it, we're talking like within a three-year period, injecting a whole other demographic in the United States. Yeah, I think I heard Owen Troyer say that there's actually this last year alone, there was more illegal migrants that came into our country than babies, American babies born. Yeah. Wow. And then it, you you guys recall, I mean, they, they called us all crazy for the, the replacement theory that our government's looking to actively replace white Americans with these foreigners. And, and it, we were called crazy conspiracy theorists, all these names that they usually do to deflect, but ultimately that's what's being done in our country right now. We are being replaced by people who are coming from areas where sadly, as Michael Young came on my show and said, they don't, they can't read. They can't even read in their own native language. They can't really mm-hmm. contribute to our society because they don't even have the basic education that would be required for an adult to contribute to our economy. And so unfortunately they're flooding these people into our country and they're making you, the taxpayer, pay for it. And it's not going to stop until we have our election day in November, sadly. Yep. So true. All right. Let's go to uh, Politico. And Politico was from Pizzagate to QAnon and now the Epstein list. An expert explains why sex trafficking conspiracy theories are so buzzy in MAGA circles. So why far right conspiracy theorists are obsessed with sex trafficking? And your response was they're trying to protect their own by calling sex trafficking a conspiracy theory. We know Epstein was raping children and his friends joined in. Politico doesn't want you talking about it, though. Ah. Yeah. So I frustrating. Mean, 
Isn't it disgusting? The fact that yes, Politico wants to kind of like switch it up, like it's it's a conspiracy theory. No, yep. we are we should all be embarrassed that the Amer- that the United States right now is leading in human trafficking, and ultimately with the open border as well, we are allowing children to be raped and to be tortured in our country, and it's mainly because of media outlets who refuse to cover it authentic authentically. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein was a rapist, and he yep. raped children, and he had his friends rape children, and so we're not talking about a epstein list that just randomly popped up onto the internet we're talking about court documents which states the association people like bill clinton had with him right and ultimately what they're looking to do is they're looking to protect people who we all know based on allegations that have been made in public and in courtrooms who might have raped children so bill clinton is somebody who's named in these documents and it's named that he had a thing for young women young girls i should say not women uh and ultimately they want you to not look at that not pay attention to that so it's disgusting. If Donald Trump was listed as somebody in that doc- court document that said that he was interested in young girls, it would be everywhere. But because it's Bill Clinton, they have to protect him at all costs. And so by doing so, they have to call us all conspiracy theorists for wanting to pay attention to children being raped, mm-hmm. apparently. Sick. It really is yeah. sick. Yeah. Uh, we need justice. We need yeah, like, we, do. we need it. We need it soon. Um, there's only only one person that kind of got a fair shake when it came to January 6th. We mentioned January 6th earlier with Jeremy Brown. But uh, mm-hmm. uh there's only in all the videos that I've seen and every news clip that we followed and documentaries that I've watched, only one person I've ever heard was actually calling for people to enter into the Capitol and take action. It was Ray Epps. And uh, mm-hmm. like he got 12 months of probation this week. Yep. Uh, no yep. time, which was, which was man, a heck of a deal. Um, um, you got tweeter says Ray Epps should be uh, the prosecutor prosecutorial and sentencing standards moving forward for all J six defendants. Problem is the J uh, the DOJ won't, allow that to take place. Remember folks, a grandmother fighting cancer was sent to prison for taking a stroll through the Capitol. Sad. What's so funny is see him walking in between the velvet ropes I know. and the guidelines, like nothing was harmed, Never got nothing out of the lines. Was, was touched, but um, a guy that actually was calling for action and was leading, uh, planting the seed and, and, and encouraging people to go in gets 12 months at home uh, probation and, you know, ankle bracelet and you can still do Uber Eats. So uh, yeah. that's kind of messed up. Yeah, so they don't want you. To, so you're not supposed to say that Ray Epps was an FBI asset. He's now suing Fox in and Tucker Carlson for that, but he's not denying uh, in his court filings that he's a federal asset. He's just being very specific to his allegations. Then you have to look at obviously how he's being treated by the corporate media. He got a fluff piece by the New York Times, 60 Minutes. No J Sixer has gotten that type of treatment. And then on top of it, now he. Uh, Got a deal with the DOJ, which was a slap on the wrist, one misdemeanor, and he immediately took a plea deal with them and settled for no jail time. Now he's got no prison time, unfortunately. But he's the person who literally went after and tried inciting an entire crowd to go into the Capitol. We have the audio. You just played the video of him saying, go into the Capitol. We have to go into the Capitol. So it's not a conspiracy. He actually did it. So why would the Department of Justice look at that video and say, hmm, no, no jail time after we've seen how they've treated other Mm -hmm. J6ers. Uh, I had a former federal prosecutor, Reeves Weinstein, on the show yesterday. And ultimately, he said, as a former federal prosecutor, that yes, it does look like he was working with the government or was treated differently. And so there is likelihood Mm -hmm. that that was was taking place. Again, we're going to find out because we've got the FOIAs in the bag already. So we're going to figure out what's going on here. But Ultimately, in comparison, Ray Epps said a, sent a text message to his nephew. In it, he said that he orchestrated uh, the events that unfolded on January 6th, and he ultimately, op- openly admits that. 
And then we have someone like Enrique Tario who wasn't there that day, but the DOJ used text messages and manipulated them to seem as if he had orchestrated January 6th. And that was the entire argument. Uh, the difference is, though, is Enrique Tario claims that the DOJ asked him to say that President Trump orchestrated January 6th through him, and it was all via third party with another individual in there. So three people orchestrated January 6th, Tario, third person unnamed, and President Trump. When Tario said he wasn't going to lie and he wasn't going to do that, he was then later sentenced to 22 years in prison. But the Department of Justice didn't even want 22 years. They wanted 32 years. And so ultimately, they're going after him and they want more time. And so they're appealing that decision. And on top of all of that, they are suing him. And so if you look at the pattern and you look at how one person's being treated compared to Ray Epps, there's ultimately any person with a basic understanding of how law in this country works would say, yeah, there's a likelihood that this individual probably worked for the government or was somebody who was an asset to the government. Yeah, it's disturbing, but it's what's going on in our country right now, sadly. That is really sad. Yeah, And there was a clearly involvement from them, you know, going Mm -hmm. back a year beforehand, uh, Mm -hmm. getting into these groups, infiltrating uh, social media circles to plant mm-hmm. these ideas. And and it's yeah. it's been very clear, well-documented. Mm-hmm. Tucker's done some great work on this recently as well. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to Daily Mail. So you have former, for the Daily Mail said, former Liverpool striker Sadio Main, 31. That has something to do with soccer, I think. Yeah. Is that soccer? Yeah. Okay. It's it's like a sport, but kind of, okay. not really. It's Mary says, 18-year-old long-term girlfriend... Okay, so he's 31. He marries an 18-year-old long-term girlfriend at a ceremony in his native Senegal after years of, of paying her bills while she was at school. And then you say, there's no such thing as an 18-year-old... Lo-. That's what I'm thinking, long-term girlfriend, when you're <laughs> a 31-year-old man. Okay, we almost need a, a, an org chart to draw this out. So he's 31. Yeah. And, she, and basically, as soon as she turns 18, they're getting married. But he says, I've been paying her bills for a long time, and she's a long-term... Girlfriend, so I don't know what long term means. You know, when you're 31, it's probably different than like you know Stacy's grandma is 101. Like yeah. long term, what that means, but but it probably means uh, well, long enough that she wasn't she was a minor a year, yeah, two years, three years, yeah, years paying yeah. while she, while she was at school. So I don't know what that is. I mean, but for a chunk, probably to boarding school, waiting for her to become the age of like so, this is yeah, this is again a demographic that's been pumped into England, Ireland, Scotland. That's a little mm-hmm. different than what we've had historically from the southern border immigration wise mm-hmm. that Tommy Robinson's brought up so clearly on your show, you know, yeah. in the past. But mm-hmm. this mindset of of age of consent. Mm-hmm. And you say yeah. it as it as it should be called. You say this is a pedophile. Don't let them normalize this. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean. A 31-year-old man saying he has – and the, 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 the scent – first off, the, the lead-in to all of this, the headline, how many times have you read about a couple getting married and then they break it down by saying that, oh, yeah, he's married a woman you know, who's 38 years old. They're long, they, don't, they don't say the word long-term after they say the age of a woman. Right. So ultimately what I think is here is they wanted to draw attention to the fact that, yeah, she's 18, but they've been dating for a while, so it's okay. It's not rape. And again, it's the normalization of all of this. This is a pedophile. There's no mm-hmm. reason for a 31-year-old man to even be interacting with anyone under the age of 18. Now, I get it. They're not from the United States. Their laws might be different. But ultimately, as we see around the country, around the world, 
Uh, there's a normalization of pedophilia, especially in Middle Eastern countries as well, where they sit there and they think this is acceptable behavior. And there's a lot of women who do marry their rapists. So ultimately, I don't know what their relationship is in detail. I don't know how long they've been dating for, but they're saying long term, which tells me that she was a child when they started dating. And so we can't just sit here and pretend like this is normal. and This is a happy ending to a story because it sounds like it's a predator who was able to marry his 18 year old girlfriend finally. And uh, it's creepy as heck too, just looking at the pictures and stuff. It creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's something that appalls us here when you find out there's like a a school teacher. Another case came out the other day of a school teacher that was in a sexual relationship with a junior high student, and mm-hmm. um, it's like, well, that should appall us. But the language they even use on those cases is so watered down than what it would have been five years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's it's an orchestrated thing, I think, from the media to be yeah. like, well, I mean, that's you know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be so judgmental. This is and it's like a. You get so used to it. It's just, a, like you said, you know, normalizing it. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Ramp up the lawfare, GOP. Come on, baby. For, yeah, I did that part myself. Force, <laughs> these tre- force these treasonous pigs to admit their actions are illegal. It's kind of hitting home here with Missouri. We kind of tend to lead the parade on mm-hmm. some of these things. A Missouri official threatens to remove Biden from the 2024 presidential ballot if new legal standards boots Trump. Um, that's kind of gaining some team, some steam. I think mm-hmm. the the fast uh, Bill Engel, the, the the kind of the fast track for being the next governor of Missouri. Every, anything would be an upgrade uh, than what we currently have uh, in the state of Missouri with Parsons. But um, everyone across the board, from candidates to people holding current positions, kind of all like nodded, like, yeah. But there's kind of a, a tug and a war with that. What what do you what do you think on that on that idea of kind of if they do it, we should do it. Yeah, so I know a lot of people when I when I posted this, they were debating with me about it because they don't think we should because it is un-American and it is anti-democracy. But ultimately, this is what you have to do, right? You can't sit here and look at it from that angle. You have to look at it. How do we force the left to admit that this is un-American, anti-democracy, that this is something that we don't do in this country? And you do it by removing their candidate, which would be Joe Biden. And so ultimately, we got to do it. We've got to get them to forcefully admit that this is wrong because then they're going to take Missouri to court over it, right? They're going to assume the state of Missouri. They're going to say you have to put us, you have to put him on the ballot, and then you're going to say, well, why? You guys are taking Donald Trump off the ballot in, in several other states, and you're saying it's over allegations, which he has not been convicted of or even charged of for insurrection. But we've accused you, Joe Biden, of being a treasonous pig, and so now we're going to remove you from the ballot because treason is a crime. We believe that you've committed it, and we don't have to wait until a jury turns in a conviction for you. We could do it however we want to. And then that's when you force their hand to admit, yes, you can't take somebody off the ballot because you think that they've committed a crime. Uh, ultimately, if you want to save the country, you've got to get your hands dirty in this. And the left is experts at it. It's the only thing they're able to do well. They're, and we saw it also, I should also mention, we, we saw it earlier this week on how well orchestrated they are. And it looks like multiple people, right? We see the Fulton County uh, special prosecutor, Letitia James up in New York. Oh. They all had meetings in the White House. Again, lawfare. He's sitting here. Yeah. And obviously, what are they meeting about? I asked the White House. They don't want to respond, of course. But what are they all meeting about? Why are they all going to the White House to figure out how to get Donald Trump off the ballot? That's the only thing that they would be doing. Why would the Fulton County special prosecutor be visiting the White House? They are trying to rig Great. another election. Right. Yep. And so, yeah, lawfare is the only way to go on this one. That's huge. Mm. Okay, Flyover family. Make sure you're following Brianna Murillo. Go to briannamurillo.com, briannamurillo.com. Tell them about your show on Rumble so they can find you there. How often are you doing your show and what time does your show come out? Yes. Yeah, so we are launching now at five days a week. Five. Woo! So it's a big one. 
Uh, it's very exciting. We are on at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and you can find us just streaming on Rumble. It's a great, it's a great platform. They don't censor us, so we greatly appreciate it. And we have some very, um, very familiar faces who are popping up with us, and they're Big going to definitely put yes. a lot of subjects, yeah, that normally you can't talk about in the corporate media world. So it's definitely worth getting a just hitting the subscribe button for sure. I love it. Again, Flyover Family, go to BriannaMarillo.com. Also, make sure you're following her on X. She is such a great, obviously, we're talking about her tweets and kind of what's going on there. So follow her there as well. And you can find that when you go to BriannaMarillo.com, find her X and find her Rumble. Thanks again, Brianna. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, David and Stacey. <sighs> All right, Flyover Family. My name is Avery Whited. I'm the daughter of David and Stacey. I'm just moving in, so I had to get an order for my pillow and get the things that I needed. So, let's look inside. I got some my pillow uh, towels, kitchen towels. I got some of their Giza sheets. Now, I've never actually been able to use them, but I've heard amazing things from my parents about them. And last but not least, something for Charlie. Hey, Dolphin. All right, Charlie, let's go put this in the dryer and flip it up for you. Come on, buddy. Fluffy, perfect for my little guy. Come here, Charlie. All right, if you want to get your own products, go to mypillow.com and use promo code Flyover to save up to 66% off. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. The only channel dedicated exclusively to world entertainment I'm your host, Brianna Morello. My journey into conservative media is quite unique. I was raised in Huntington, New York with my six siblings. My mom stayed at home and raised us all while my father worked. After graduating school, I landed in the sports world. I was a freelance reporter and a producer for several outlets. I worked for companies like Major League Baseball, NHL, ESPN Plus, and many others. But it wasn't until a couple of years in the sports world I realized it just wasn't for me. So I made the jump into the news industry. My first gig was at Fox News and Fox Business. I was a teleprompter operator. And although they say it's an entry-level position, it was extremely high-pressure environment. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy? Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? After spending a year over at Fox, I decided New York wasn't for me. So I picked up all my belongings and drove all the way down to South Florida. I moved to West Palm Beach before anyone else did. And then during my time in West Palm Beach, I landed at a local news station down here. I was so tired of having to just copy and paste over scripts from 
platforms like the Associated Press and other platforms where you just don't put thought process into it and there's somebody else who's generating a script for your anchor. So then I ended up landing at Newsmax. I think Bloomberg has a really tough situation he's going through right now. After spending quite some time over at Newsmax, I did head back to Fox. I started working for Maria Bartiroma as a booking producer for her Fox Business weekend show, as well as Wall Street Journal at large. After finding out that Fox wanted me to comply with the local New York City vaccine mandate, I resigned. But I am extremely grateful because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have landed my first gig in independent journalism with Emerald Robinson. We launched The Absolute Truth on Lindell TV and it's been absolutely incredible. It's our very own senior producer here at The Absolute Truth for her show debut. Brianna Morello. I am now a firm believer in independent journalism and strongly believe that will save our country. So I'm honored to be on this independent platform and bring you the stories you won't see anywhere else. Join me in my journey on The Brianna Morello Show here on Rumble. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.